Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hi, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There is a ton going on today, and we're going to get to all of it. And then some. Raphael Warnock, the uh, the senator from Georgia, who should not be a senator from Georgia. Georgia, what the hell's the matter with you? Electing this guy, who is a, a, a devout socialist, who's just lying about voting rights. They're going to take him to task. He's not going to be on the show. He would never come on a show like this. But I'll play some audio and video from him, and uh, we'll take him to task on on voting rights and the alleged voter suppression that's out there. we got that for you. Also, we're going to give you an update on a lieutenant sheriff's deputy here in San Antonio area of Texas in Bear County who was fired because of January 6th. She was in, in Washington. Get an update on that story. Plus, why is Biden nominating another abortionist for a, a position, a key position in his administration? We'll break that down for you as well and a lot more on a Tuesday. Oh, yes. Hi. Hi. Carrie, how's it going? Eh, it's okay. Making it happen? Uh-huh. Okay. Polo in the house. Sam as well. Glad to have you along for the ride. Thanks for being here. Carrie, I did post it. Did you, did you check it out or not? I'm going to say no because I haven't seen anything that you posted today. Wow. Been a little busy. Yeah, thanks. Well, what have you been doing? Trying to get things to work. Wow. Were things not working? No. Nope. Why not? Nope. Uh, what the heck happened to the things? Reasons. Lots of reasons that things weren't working today, but... I mean, life would just be a little bit easier if things just worked, right? It would, yeah. It'd be nice. Why is there, Why are we always pulling teeth to make things work? <laughs> I don't know. It's so hard sometimes. I posted that video, just a short snippet of it, from uh, 2007. And, uh, yeah, I look exactly the same. That's actually that's the headline oh, I put on minute. it. I look exactly the same. Wait a minute. Let me see. Now I do have to see that. I'll send you a link. <laughs> there you go. Now, I posted the link in my in my chat room. And again, if you want to see it, I'll play it like during the break. I'll, I'll show this video. Why are you laughing? I'm sorry, because you said you look exactly the same. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Hmm, really? I didn't change much at really? all. Now, I've seen pictures of you. Holy mackerel, what happened? Wow, um, I've only gotten better, right? Exactly right. That's what I meant. What do yeah, you think I meant? That's, that's what I Why are you always so meant. negative about it? Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought you meant. Well, my voice is like a, a full tone higher. It's all very straight. Oh, wow. I'm, ta- I'm going you look- like a bat out of hell, just hauling ass in everything I'm saying. <laughs> you look so but, young. Uh, yes, very young. Is before I dealt with with no this for as hair. long as I have. Mm. To be honest, what's that? Talking about this? Are you talking wow. about? Wow, wow, white hair. Mm. Well, I have any white hair? I, I I am salt and pepper. Okay. <laughs> okay. Whatever you say. Mr. Paul said you look exactly the same. What's your secret? <laughs> okay. All right. Paul's now we're just now we, already. It's fun. Everybody's got everybody's got jokes. I'm going to uh I will show that in my chat room during the break coming up. So if you want to see that, JoePags.com. That's just funny. click on um watch live. JoePags.com, J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C O M watch live. Click on that. So it turns out the guy yesterday who was complaining that he couldn't see the show 
um, because there was so much crap on a quarter of the, the top quarter of the page. Remember that? No, I do remember that. So again, when we start the show and a couple of times during the show, I'll tell you if you want to see it, because we do it like a TV show, stop by the website, JoePags.com, click on Watch Live, okay? And you can actually see it. The, the screen will come up like you're watching it on television. You'll see Carrie, you'll see Polo, you'll see Sam, you'll see me, you'll see the videos of the interviews that I do. You will see, uh, you know, the, the video, like I'm going to play a video of, uh, of Warnock coming up here pretty soon. Um, we do it like a TV show. You, I, I, listen, if you're listening on the radio, we love the ratings. We get really good ratings. Stay there. But if you're home and you can't hear the radio, you want to watch it, you could pop it on your television through the Twitch app, whatever. And uh, this guy writes me. He said, oh, I'm not going to watch that crap. <laughs> the top quarter of the page is, is just BS. When you get rid of that garbage, here's my email address. Email me back. Yeah. When you get rid of it. Yes, Carrie, I had a good tan. And no, I did not tan. I was going to ask you that because it does look like, um, yeah, you know, yeah, you did a little bit of that. Yeah, I did not do the makeup. They have their own makeup people there. So, uh, no, but, but I mean, I, I was a darker shade. I actually saw the outside. We weren't all inside from COVID (laughs) for God's sakes in 2007. We actually saw the light of day. natural. Oh yeah, absolutely. I I would, uh, I would walk 15, uh, not 15 miles. I lost 15 pounds. That week that I was in for Glenn in New York, because I walked to the studio and back probably two miles each way. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's a, you, you walk in New York unless you want to be lazy and take a cab, but that's dumb. You could actually walk faster than taking the cab. But um, so, the, so the guy writes me. I wrote him back. I said, what are you talking about? There's no BS at the top of the page. It's just my head. Unless he was talking about my head. I don't oh, know. That could be. Yeah. Could have been, right? Could have been. Could have been. been. Yep. Turns out not so much. Um. He sends me a screenshot of it. It's a screenshot of my homepage. And the crap is the stuff on top of JoePags.com. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, that's what you click on that for the different things that you can do with the website. What are you talking about? He never clicked on Watch Live. Oh. <laughs> well, there you go. So he couldn't, he couldn't find the show. There's too I much said, crap. did you click on Watch Live? He said, no, I don't have time for that. I don't have time to click a button. Carrie, he wrote me back. He said, I don't have time to click watch live. Okay. Okay. Then he really doesn't want At to watch. At what point do I, I decide, mean, come on, as the host of the show, go. just to stop answering these people? You, you know what I mean? You need to stop. Yes. You should have stopped four re- replies ago. But, um, yeah. You I was trying to go. help him watch the show. I know, but he can't be bothered. Clearly could not be bothered. Okay. You put, so your, that, mouse, you put your arrow that's what I'm dealing with. on the mouse, click watch live. It takes, what, two seconds. But he does not have time to do that. So. Very, very busy man. Very busy. Very busy man. Not gonna, not gonna do the whole watch live mm, thing. Mm. That's asking too much. How dare you? You know what I mean? It's like the person complaining in my in my chat room yesterday. You know, you have too many messages that come up. Like I have messages that that cycle through and they rotate. Mm-hmm. Hey, thanks for watching. We were on every day at this time. You could subscribe. You could do this. You can do that. There are too many of those messages. I'm like, it's freaking free. Shut yeah. up. I just want to complain. Why? About why is something? that too much? What is that? And they're unhappy. I just don't understand it. I'll be honest with you. I don't. Uh, and I'm not going to understand it. And I never will understand Stop it. answering it. Yeah. Uh, it. But again, if somebody says, I can't find the show that you just said that it's on there, it's not on there. I'm trying to be helpful, Lockie. I'm trying to be helpful. I know, but I don't think he wants your help anymore. I don't. Well, he clearly did He got, because you wrote me to complain. Yeah, but like, he, man, you gotta he be can't be me. bothered to click. I mean, come on. So clearly in 2007, I look exactly the same. I'll play that video Mm. during the break. 
uh, coming up here. The first break will be in about you know three or four minutes. So stick around, and I'll play that for you. In the meantime, I- I've got to bring this whole voting rights thing to a head because I don't understand why um, the lies are being accepted by the American people. It-, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I want to break it down this way, and I want to say this very directly to anybody who's watching or listening. Make sure that you really just key right in on what I'm saying. There is no voter suppression of people who are legally allowed to vote in this country. There is none. It doesn't exist. Unless you want to show me an actual example of where somebody had their vote suppressed, they were turned away. Here's my ID. Here's who I am. I'm a citizen. I'm allowed to vote. And somebody said, you are not allowed to vote. Now, the whole trick is to make this about race. If you make it about race, then people who are other than white will say, yeah, damn straight, just stop holding us down. And the people who are white will say, oh, man, I feel kind of guilty because of our history. Yeah, we should probably pass a piece of legislation that's unnecessary. The legislation that's being pushed by the Congress right now, the Voting Rights Act, the John Lewis Voting Rights Act, is not about voting rights at all. It's not. It's about the central government taking over voting that constitutionally is up to the, the state legislatures in every state. The state legislatures decide their voting rules, laws, and, and how they do it. It's been that way since the, the Constitution was in place. And the central government run by Nancy Pelosi and by Chuck Schumer, they want to take it over. Because what they'll do is they will put into place provisions like unsolicited mail-in ballots for every American or for everybody in the country. And, of course, you can't possibly know who's sending in the unsolicited ballot because they didn't ask for it. They didn't say, here's who I am. I'm a citizen. I'm allowed to vote. Therefore, I would like to have a ballot. That's not what's happening. They're just sending them out like the last election. We have no idea. Maricopa County, tens of thousands of of ballots that are in question, many of them illegally done or duplicated. And what I just said is a fact. It's not me making it up. So this guy, Raphael Warnock, who is the uh, the Democrat senator out of the great state of Georgia, who was elected because people weren't thinking or something, is a, 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 a devout socialist, he has said so, is now out there saying what I just said. He's calling the race card. The time is now. We have to have this. The voter suppression laws around the country are, are untoward and we must do away with them, so therefore we must take it over in central government. This is the argument they think is going to work on you. This is a moral moment. Uh, This is a 1965 moment because what they've done is they've removed the protections that we secured in 1965. And we've seen the mushrooming of all of these terrible voter suppression laws. Okay, stop. There is no undoing of the Voting Rights Act of 1965. What he just said is a lie. And then calling it voter suppression laws doesn't mean it is because they're not. These are voter integrity laws to make sure that one vote for one person, and that franchise is protected, that it can't be undone by somebody illegally casting or incorrectly casting a ballot. What he just said is wrong. He knows it. He's not stupid, but he thinks that you'll buy it. The protections that we secured in 1965, and we've seen the mushrooming of all of these terrible voter suppression laws all across the country. I sometimes ask myself, why did Jim Crow segregation last so long, 100 years? Because Democrats were in charge, and Democrats put Jim Crow segregation laws into place. Democrats like you, same party you're in right now. They put them into place. They kept segregation. No, you know who desegregated the schools more than any other president? Richard Nixon.
Republican. I don't, I don't know if you knew that, but you're Republican. After a, a bloody civil war, why does slavery last so long? I submit that it's not because, you know, you, you had uh, only folks who were angry and hate-filled. Often you had these kinds of arguments around procedure, around precedent, around bipartisanship, and somehow the humanity of the most marginalized members of our uh, country got lost. The humanity of the most marginalized members of our country. Dog whistle, trigger words, woke words, cancel words. By the way, he's on The View when he's saying this. Joy Behar's beside herself that we can't get this done. This is an emergency. We have to get voting rights done. Joy, show me one person who was suppressed, who was allowed to vote, and had proof that they're a citizen. Show me where that person couldn't vote. I will fight with you. In the midst of these process arguments, process cannot trump what is right, what is true, what is holy, what is noble. We have the tools to do it. It's a defining moral moment in America, and everybody needs to show where they stand. I know where I'll be standing on this vote. Uh, we've got to pass voting rights no matter what. Our country is, uh, uh, is, is on uh, the brink uh, of peril. It said the country's on the brink of peril. We're on the brink of peril because we won't pass some sort of a ridiculous law giving this guy and Pelosi and Schumer the right to control everything in every election, everywhere. We're in peril. History is watching and our children are counting on us to get this right. No, our children are counting on us to be smart. And and this this is unsmart. This is dumb or stupid. If you agree with this guy, who's a liar, but what he just said was filled with lies. If you agree with him, then you're a drone who is who's fallen for mass formation psychosis. You're somebody who's fallen for brainwashing. There is no voter suppression of legal voters in this country. There is suppression of those who would illegally cast ballots, and that should be suppressed. Your thoughts on this? 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay right here. Joe Pags. Hi, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on, lots to get to. The Joe Pag Show. I did show that video from 2007 during the break. Hopefully you stopped by, you checked it out. I, I, don't, I look exactly the same. I sound exactly everything, Carrie. Exactly the same. It's like the mm, same guy. No, it is the same guy, but looking the same. I haven't heard it yet, but... Um, you had a whole break. You didn't listen? No, I was doing something else. Let me, let me guess. You were fixing something else. You're, you're the engineer today? What's going on? Wow. You know, I do do other things around here, actually. Eh, let's, let's, not, let's not exaggerate. Um, it's... Uh, eight, what? 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 That's mean. That's mean. I, I almost wore the mean. same exact outfit with the with the slices and the sleeves. I was going to do that. Today. Oh, you did. Oh, it could have been twinsies. Well, that that would have been awesome. That would have been, been twinsies. Great. But mm-hmm. the problem is, when I wear something like that, a lot of hair comes out. I'm a very hairy person. Mm, then don't but do that. Don't you have to wear shave anything. Your I do. Them. I do. I have to shave my shoulders. No, I don't have to shave yeah. my like shoulders. A, like a gorilla. That's what I am. Eight 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 nine four one Pags. Eight 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 nine four one seven two four seven. JoePags dot com. If you didn't see the video and you'd like to see what I looked like uh, 15 years ago, and if you don't want to, that's fine too. Um, but uh, you can stop by either Twitter or Getter or Parler or Telegram or MeWe. It's all over the place. All right, go go and check it out. 
uh, people uh, in, the, in the web stream are saying, uh, um, you look wiser now. Well, that's true. I do. I look a whole so? lot wiser now. That means old. <laughs> well, I don't know that what that means. That means old. You look oh, wiser okay. now means old. Oh, that's yeah. a nice way to put it. Okay. It is uh, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Is there voter suppression in this country? Are there really voter suppression laws in these states like Texas and Georgia now? Is that what they're doing? They're, they're actually suppressing votes. They're turning people away. Oh, you're black or brown. You can't vote here. Is that what they're really doing? Or is the left lying like they have for all of history? I'm going to go with answer B, but maybe you've got a different answer at 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. You've heard the reports. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi made up to $30 million in stock trading on big tech companies like Google, the same company she oversees in Congress. And then there's the politicians who flout COVID rules while pushing for lockdowns. If you're sick and tired of the hypocrisy, you need to watch Grant Stinchfield tonight on Newsmax. He's exposing the fakes, phonies, and frauds like Nancy Pelosi, AOC, and Chuck Schumer. Watch Stinfield's special series, Exposing the Hypocrites. Tune in tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Newsmax. It's America's fastest-growing cable news channel. America trusts Newsmax. I do, too. I appear in there all the time. I'm expecting to go back on again tomorrow. Make sure you check that out. Get Newsmax on every major cable system. If your cable operators can carry Newsmax, call them. Tell them you want it. Or watch Newsmax free on your smart TV and streaming on Pluto, Zumo, Roku, and many more. Millions just like you are turning off the old media for Newsmax. When you download the app, you can watch it anytime, anywhere. I do. I've had the app probably for six, seven years now. Go and get it for yourself. Watch Stinfield tonight and find out why Newsmax is so great. All right, let me go to the phone lines. I appreciate you taking the time. Voter suppression. Voter suppression. If they keep saying it, maybe they think it'll become true. If you keep saying insur- it's an insurrection. And, of course, uh, Schumer says it wrong uh, every time. I'm not going to say the word. I can, but you know, just saying. Um there was no insurrection. There is no voter suppression. Has there been? Sure. The Democrats in the South absolutely were, were stopping people from voting for a long time. But that was solved with the Voting Rights Act of 1965. You don't need another Voting Rights Act because nothing has changed the act from 1965. They go to the phone line see what you think about all this. It's going to be uh, Matt in Lubbock. Matt, what's going on? Hi. Hey, Joe. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Uh, <laughs> the only vote that's suppressed uh, I mean, all of this is a great misdirection. The vote that's being suppressed is those that are in the country illegally. And if they don't have to show ID or anything else, then there's absolutely nothing keeping them from voting. And uh, that's what they're after. And they're, right. they're behind that. They're they're trying to talk race and all of that. And, you know, everybody's got a driver's license that's here legally and and they don't mind showing it, and so on and so forth. Right. And so, it's just a it's just a, a great misdirection. I'm with Look you. at this over here, and yes. No, I hear you, Matt. I mean, in New York, they they're actually letting some non citizens vote in local elections. I kid you not; they're actually doing it right now. And of course, the left would like to see that happen nationally because they believe everybody who's here that doesn't have the right to vote is a lefty, is a Democrat. They're looking to control. First, you divide. Then you lie to, then you control the masses, and you're gonna you're gonna keep the power and authority that you want, that you love, for all of time. That's why a guy like Lyndon Johnson, who was a racist, you know, said yes to the Civil Rights Act. Because then he figured he could get black people to vote Democrat for hundreds of years. Keep it here, coming back. Joe Pags. 
Hi, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on the Joe Pags Show for your Tuesday. Appreciate you taking the time. Make sure you stop by JoePags.com. Click on newsletter. Sign up for the new newsletter. They're slowly but surely rolling it out. That's sort of how they have to do it with the brand new website. So if you haven't gotten it yet, you will. And uh, we're growing that list every day. Also, while you're there, check out the news stories that are there. There are going to be top stories and then secondary stories and a bunch of stuff you probably don't know about. We also have links to my videos from the interviews from yesterday and the, and the days beyond. Um, make sure you stop by and uh, and click on Rumble because that's where all the videos are as well. All the interviews, all the parodies, all of that stuff, and then some. Talking about voting rights, and the fact is you don't need another voting rights bill, another voting rights act. It's done. care if you name it after John Lewis or not. You don't need another one. 1965, that one still stands. That The Voting Rights Act of 1965 stands. Nobody has taken anything away from it. The idea that anybody is having their vote suppressed and they're a legal voter in America is a lie. That's not happening. Nobody can show me direct examples of where it's happening. It's kind of stupid. The idea that the Congress would take over, the central or federal government would take over voting and the laws that regulate voting just really means they would do anything they can to stay in power. Why, if you have the right to control it, why wouldn't you do everything you could to keep the power that you already have? It, it's, a real, it's a real problem. It is. And um, there's a reason why the Constitution of the Founding Fathers said individual states will make their own laws. We as a federal government should not control that. Let me go to the phone lines, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. I had, had one guy call in from Las Vegas who hung up during the break who said he disagreed with me. And I was hoping that he would stay on, but he didn't. And uh, if you want to call back, go ahead and do so. If you disagree with me, I'm, I'm willing to have that argument. Let's go. I, I mean, honestly, there was one time when I lived in New York in uh, Niska Unit, New York, which is a suburb of Schenectady. That's where Channel 6 is, WRGB. I went to go vote, and when I got there, she said, well, you're not on the rolls here. And I, I gave her my address, gave her my zip code, gave her everything. She said, no, no, not here. Um, but instead of me saying, oh, man, I've been suppressed, I said, well, where else are they voting in this town? And she told me, and I went there, and I was on the rolls there. I just went to the wrong place. So I could have said, oh, my God. I'm being suppressed. I'm being repressed. I'm being I'm being uh, discriminated against. The, the the bigotry is nonstop against we Italians. But no, instead I said, well, let me go figure out where I I can go and vote. And that, by the way, was on election day. It wasn't all this, you know, uh, 18 days of of early voting. You can get the votes nine days after the vote is over. No, none of that crap should be going on. It should be very simple. Today's election day. If your ballot isn't in by election day, you don't get counted. You want to do a little bit of early voting? Whatever. You want to make it a national holiday or, or a statewide holiday to have election day off? Fine. Let's talk about that. But all this, you can take the votes within, I think in some areas, Carrie, am I wrong that in some states you could accept the vote three days after the election? Uh, that is true, yeah. It's crazy. I know. It, it doesn't make sense. There's an election day. Go and take part. I, I've never, ever thought to myself, man, I really do need two months to vote. It doesn't make any sense. It's, really, it's dumb. Yet, yet we're doing it. And states made that decision. The Constitution says they can make that decision. But for some reason, you've got central government wants to take it over and it doesn't make any sense. Let me go to the phone lines. Let me say hello and welcome to John, who's in Minnesota. John, what's going on? Hi. Hey, Joe. Uh, question for you. So, like, I can't remember, three or four years ago, our township uh, decided that they were not going to have in-person voting at our township hall anymore. They decided that it was going to be mail-in only, or you had to go to the county seat to mail to vote in person. I uh, just wanted your thoughts on that. 
What, what, I'm not sure what you're asking me. They can do that on the county level, sure. Um, yeah, I guess, I mean, it, it, to me, it makes it more difficult for some people to vote. Um, you know, for me, it's a 15-minute drive. Uh, other people, it's further. to be 25-mile drive. Um, well, you could have done the mail-in, no, right? It's, it's mail-in, too, I understand. Yeah. But, you know, I guess for me as an American, and uh, I like being able to walk in and put my my ballot in the machine and knowing that I, I agree. my vote was counted. No, no, I, 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 listen, I, I agree with you. I want it to happen the way that it's always happened. But what I'm saying is the county gets to yep. decide how the county does it. Now, if the county doesn't do it the way that you'd like, and if there are enough people like you who don't like it, vote their asses out. Um, what we're talking about sure. here is the general election for the presidency and for the national elections. The state uh, legislature gets to decide how it's done in that state. But on a county level or on a city level, they can make their own decisions. That's why in New York, they're allowing some people who are not even citizens to vote now in these local elections. The locals, like it or not, get to decide it. The good news is you can vote them out. And, and I, I I wish that you sure. guys in, in Minnesota would vote everybody out, I'll be honest with you. There's something very wrong happening oh. in that state. But, John, no, I hear you. I understand but um, you know, just knowing the way it works is the county or the city, they get to decide how voting happens. If you don't like what they've decided, vote them out. I think that we many times forget that we have that ability to just vote them out. We have that ability to say, you work for me, you get to go. Now, understand they're going to fight back, just like in Virginia, when they went to the school boards in Loudoun County and they said, hey, this isn't okay. Hey, it's not okay to be sexually assaulted in the bathroom. It's not okay to teach CRT. Not okay to teach pornography. When they stood up to those who they voted in, those who work for the residents, they tried to have them arrested. Merrick Garland gets some letter. We're not going to. We're going to investigate them as domestic terrorists. Understand, government will fight back, but they still, at the end of the day, are elected by us. They work at our pleasure, and if we say you're not doing the job right, you got to vote them out. Now, unfortunately, Minnesota nice has caused a situation where you guys were so nice that those who aren't nice came in and took over your government while you were sleeping. And instead of fighting back, a lot of you moved out of Minneapolis-St. Paul. A lot of you moved away from the urban areas and allowed it to be taken over by far left-wing nutjobs. Stop it. The guy called in, very well said. John didn't like that they changed the voting rules to this. All right, John, I got you. They're allowed, but why don't you just vote them out? And it's no longer an answer of, well, my one vote doesn't. Yes, it does. And then when you talk to your neighbor, that vote counts too. When you talk to your coworkers, that counts too. Hey, do you agree with me as you're at work, as you're at lunch, as you're talking to your relatives? Do you agree with me that we should, we should be able to go down and vote in person? Oh, yeah, I do. Well, then you got to vote these people out. You can, like Barack Obama is famous for, Barack Obama never achieved anything in his life other than he was a community organizer. What does that mean? He was able to very well communicate the message that he wanted to have happen either in the state legislature, in mayor's offices, in the Senate in the United States, or in the presidency. He was able to convince people through his smoothness and his his command of the language, was able to convince people to side with him, no matter how wrong he was. We have to be able to do that on our side. We have to gather people, tell them the truth, let them know why this is what's wrong in our society, in our city, in our county, in our state, in our country, and here's how we can fix it. It's really that simple. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. It's going to be uh, Marvin in Alaska. Marvin, what's going on? Hi. Hey, 
All right. Hey, uh, good to talk to you. Uh, my idea is that uh, there's two philosophies. One is that everybody should vote, and uh, the other one is that everybody should have the opportunity to vote. And I'm not really worried about people that won't get off the couch and go down to uh, uh, put the effort out to go down and cast a ballot or uh, get a, a photo ID. Uh, everybody should have the opportunity to vote, but it's not our obligation to make sure that they all have an easy way and, and that we have to reduce the, the, uh, the rules just so they can. Uh, Marvin, I hear you and I, and I agree with you. I don't see any reason why we should make what I believe is one of our most important responsibilities as citizens to go and vote. Why would we make that so easy? If the people decide, as he just said, and he's right, if people decide to sit on the couch, pick their noses, play a video game, drive around, eat some lunch, and not go and vote, that's their prerogative as a free liberated American. See, the left doesn't believe in that, though. The left thinks they're not voting because we haven't made it easier for them. They're not voting because somebody's stopping them from voting. No, people have decided not to vote. A lot of people. And if you want them to vote, organize them. Explain to them why it's so important. Explain to them, you know, why why this is a responsibility and duty that you, you should take seriously. And they can't get that done, so they want to pass new laws that says, hey, don't worry about it. We'll just send you a bunch of ballots to your house, fill them out, send them in. Oh, you don't want to send them in? We'll harvest them. We'll come and get them. I think that Marvin makes great points here. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Ryan, what's going on? Talk to me. Hi. I realize it's racist to ask for an ID to get somebody to vote, but what's really funny is my son lost his uh, Social Security card, and even though you can't go into the Social Security office, you just have to drop something in the box, and they mail it to you five to seven days later. They require you to drop off an ID, and not only that, it's not you cannot drop off a copy of your ID. You have to leave behind the actual original ID. Wow. Whether it's a passport or a driver's license, and right. then they mail it back to you five to seven days later. So how is that not racist? Where requiring an uh, ID to vote is well, I mean every every pharmacy right. is racist. I mean think about that. Every time you want to go and visit the U.S. Capitol, they're racist, I guess, because you, you've got to show an ID to, to cash a check or it used to be to use your credit card. Uh, I guess everybody was was you know having racism thrust upon them because we were asked for an ID. You literally can't go to a political rally without showing an ID. So they're lying about the ID being the issue. Guess what? You can't eat a pizza in New York without showing an ID and a vaccine passport. Think about it. That's really going on. At the same time, the same party is telling us requiring ID somehow is a problem. It's nuts. It's nutsy cuckoo is what it is. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay right here. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show. Hi, great to have you. Thanks for being here. We've got a couple of great interviews coming up. Roxanne Mathai next hour. She's a former lieutenant at the Bear County Sheriff's Office. She was at um, the Capitol in Washington, D.C. on January 6, 2021 and got in trouble because she posted pictures on Facebook about it. 
And people were alleging that she was seeing crimes happening that she wasn't doing anything about. And she was somehow involved in the insurrection, which, of course, there wasn't an insurrection. And she certainly wasn't involved. She wasn't arrested, didn't get in trouble there. But for some reason, the far left wing sheriff in in Bear County, which is where San Antonio is, um, targeted her and, and suspended her anyway. Well, her arbitration has happened and it's over. We've got the results of that and what her plans are now going forward. We'll update you next hour. And also, hour number three is going to be a, a young lady from an organization that wants to make the government understand, conservatives and Republicans especially, that they need to do more in stopping Biden from nominating all these, these abortionists. Uh, there's another abortionist that's being nominated now or has been nominated, and Republicans and conservatives aren't asking her any questions. It's very odd. So we talked to her about that. Her name is Alexis, um, what's the last name? Sam, Alexis, great conversation, by the way. Alexis Fragosa. All right, so make sure you stick around for that as well. Uh, really good conversations, all of them. And uh, we bring it for you. Plus, plus, by the way, stop by the, the website, JoePags.com. If you want to watch the interviews, not just hear them, you can always go there and just click on Watch Live. Let me tell you about Stamps.com. Stamps.com is awesome. If you're a small business owner, you're busy. You're awfully busy. You're always busy. Customers want even more. And uh, and as you do more for the customers, you start forgetting about saving some money on shipping. Why not get with Stamps.com right now? They let you print official postage right from your computer so you can spend less time at the post office and more time running your business. For more than 20 years, Stamps.com has been indispensable. For over a million businesses, Stamps.com gives you access to the post office and UPS shipping services you need right from your computer. Discounts you're not going to find anywhere else, up to 40% off from USPS. 76% off of UPS. So go to stamps.com right now. Start saving some money right now. If you've got a computer and a standard printer, you can save your time not waiting in lines, not having to deal with the crowds, and do it right from where you happen to be. Stamps.com, use my code PAGS for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Go to stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the page and enter code PAGS. Stamps.com, enter code PAGS. Start saving money and start doing it right now. We go back to the phone lines. I appreciate you taking the time. It's going to be line two, and uh, Nora is in Alaska. Hi, Nora. What's going on? Oh, well, it's, um, we're, we're looking at the new elections that are coming up here, and our borough or the municipality of Anchorage has made it so that you have to vote by mail, but, or you, you all get your ballot in the mail. You can choose to go to a polling site. But at any rate, the reason I called is, is you made a comment about people being able to vote without proper ID. And having worked as a judge or a, uh, an attendant there at the polls for a lot of years, we, could, we were always instructed to let anyone vote, but how you voted was important. So if you weren't on the register, you had to vote a question ballot, which meant you could come in without an ID, but then when you fill out the information on the outside of the envelope, you just have to say, well, I had no ID, so I'm voting, and, you know, that was it. And so then those people there don't decide whether that vote gets counted. That's adjudicated back when all the ballots are pulled together and they go and check whatever is listed on the envelope is the reason why someone did a question ballot. Well, I, th- I think they do that. I think they do that here as well. They call it, it or don't. Yeah, here in Texas, they call it provisional ballots. If you don't have an ID, you can still vote, and then they challenge it, right. and they see if that was really the person who could do it. The problem was with mail-in balloting and, and this, this willy-nilly unsolicited mail-in ballots that went out to the tune of tens of millions of them, we had no idea right. who did it. We had no idea who voted. Nobody could check it. Nobody can check a, a signature with the actual identification of somebody and if they had the right to vote or not. 
And that's the problem right, here. So- and, and at some point, you've got to do something different where you don't allow for that. The federal government taking it over would allow for that. Nor, I got to run. I appreciate you. Nick, what's going on in San Antonio? Let's go. Hey, Joe. Uh, I I disagree with you on a lot. And uh, I, I wanted to call about maybe one thing that we, we, we might agree on. Okay. Um, I know you agree that uh, voting rights is important. Yes. And I know you would probably agree that voting uh, turnout is just atrocious in this country. Horrible. Um, I'm I'm curious if what you would say. I'm curious to what you'd say about a national uh, holiday for days to vote. And uh, I have another topic about uh, nationalizing IDs, but I'm sure you disagree with me on that one. Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure about the national the nationalizing IDs thing. I am for an election day holiday. I'm not for four days or two days or a week of holiday for election. One day in November. Uh, on a Tuesday, uh, for that to be a national paid holiday, I'm down with that. I'd, I'd be perfectly fine with that because I do want larger voter turnout. I'm not looking for only conservatives to vote and no Democrats to vote or, or the opposite way. I'm not really sure how we would disagree, though, on, on voting rights at all. I will fight with you, um, even if you're a liberal. I will fight with you to make sure you get your right to vote if somebody tries to suppress that vote. I think, unfortunately, people that generally agree with you, Nick, on other topics are lying to, to America today. There is no voter suppression. Their lies about voter suppression are stupid and they're unfounded because they can't give you any example of where it's happening. I mean, you would agree with that, right? I don't know. I know I agree that there was voter turnout at one point in history, and I, I don't. I don't want to make any like declarative statements on there is or there is not still voter suppression. It feels like sometimes there's a gray area, and I can't figure it out. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I well, well, I, I'm glad I, to hear it, we agree on nationalizing the... Uh... Well, well, we do, and, and I would have no problem with that, but, but let me just, because I'm almost out of time, but let me say this to you. Um, if you can't get an actual example from those that you generally agree with about voter suppression, then don't call it a gray area. Call it an area that nobody's proven it to you. And if they haven't proven it to you, then you're probably on my side with this too. You and I will fight for our right to vote and we'll fight for our neighbor's right to vote. If they're being suppressed, we will go out and stop that suppression. The, the problem is they're lying to get legislation done to take over the vote. And that's my problem here. Nick, I appreciate you disagreeing with me a lot, but still calling in and having to, uh, the, that discussion. I think it's an important discussion that we'll continue to have. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pegg Show. This is the Joe Pegg Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pegg's. Yes, indeed, you do. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There is a ton going on. Bottom of the hour will be Roxanne Mathai. She's a former lieutenant at the Bear County Sheriff's Office. She was fired, I believe, unduly because she posted some pictures of her her attending the the get to the rally on one six of two thousand twenty one. Not the breach of the Capitol. Not the riot. Not the mayhem. Not the violence. She was at the rally along with hundreds of thousands of others and got in trouble somehow. Because she happened to be there. We'll talk to her. The latest on that case, arbitration is now over. We'll let you know how that that worked out. Plus, I want to get into the reporting, not only from media, but from the FBI on that hostage situation that unfolded in Texas a few days ago on a Tuesday. Let's go. Uh-huh. Hi. Hi. 
Carrie, what's going on? How you doing? Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. La, da, 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 That's Polo. That is Sam. Sam, they were talking about how great your voice is during the uh, the break. Over the chat room. I said you got it from your mother. <laughs> okay, yeah. But. Everybody, let's go. I'm crazy. Come on, come on, Carrie. It's fun. No, that's not fun. Not fun to listen to. Have you stop up my website? It's kind of neat. Um, we've got the story up that I'm about to read. On it. No. There's that crap on my. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be that guy. Don't be. See, no, I, mean, I will never tell you anything joke. again, dude. Don't ever. It's just a little joke. So over on the website, we've got um, featured podcasts. Novak Djokovic. Got that video over there. We've got, I love the second one down. A Bon Jovi parody. Yes, it finally happened. Mm-hmm. I love it. I'm well, ready to go over there and check it out. It. It's just that much fun. All right? So there's a lot going on. There's a lot to get to. There's a lot I want to talk about. You had this uh, this whole hostage thing unfold. What was it? What was the city in, in Texas again? I'm guessing it was like Ville. snow. Right, so that was like near Dallas or Fort Worth, that right? Is right I think, I in think, the Dallas area, Colleyville. Yeah, I, I've never heard of Colleyville before. I've been in Texas a long time, but um, it was the weekend, so I wasn't paying that much attention to the news. But what seemed to come out of it rather quickly was that the guy uh, was a Muslim who had only been in the country a couple of weeks from Great Britain, who went to a synagogue in Colleyville and decided to hold a bunch of Jews hostage who were, I think this was on the Sabbath, so they were actually at the attending service. Mm-hmm. And his his ask was he wanted a radical Muslim jihadist terrorist piece of garbage released from prison. I mean, that's, that's, that's the, the long and short of it, right? Right. He took four hostages. Yes. All right. So that's the story. I didn't embellish. Actually, that was the probably the shortest description of that story that you're going to hear. Over on my website right now, you can go there, you can go there and you can share this with your friends if you want, JoePags.com. The headline is FBI downplays anti-Semitism in synagogue hostage crisis not connected to Jewish community. We just posted this today. Let's get into it a little bit. The Federal Bureau of Investigations, the FBI, behaved in an absurd way after an horrific event occurred over the weekend as the Jewish Sabbath was celebrated at a Texas synagogue. The Bureau went out of its way to ignore the fact that a hostage situation was and unambiguously anti-Semitic. The FBI referred to the man who held hostages at a synagogue for over 10 hours on Saturday as they referred to it as a shooting incident. The man was demanding the release of, I don't know if I can pronounce this, Afia Siddiqui, something like that, from prison. Siddiqui, a Pakistani neuroscientist with ties to a terror group, Al-Qaeda, is in federal prison in Texas for trying to kill U.S. Army officers in Afghanistan. The Associated Press, also under fire for its reporting of the FBI's messaging, tweeted of the hostage situation, quote, breaking. The FBI says the Texas synagogue hostage takers' demands were specifically focused on issue not connected to the Jewish community, end quote. Now, Carrie, you're a journalist, and I trust your journalism. I trust your, your, your news gathering and your reporting. Mm-hmm. Can you think of a reason why the Associated Press, the alleged gold standard, would possibly ever put out that tweet? It, it seems to me like it would be unnecessary. Not only is it not only is it incorrect, it's incorrect. Right. But why was it necessary? Why? What, what were they hedging their bets about? Do you know? They don't want to upset the Muslim community. I don't know. I mean, that, that's the only answer that I, can possibly I, journalistically be. All I can think of. 
let me immediately say that this wasn't about Jewish people. Mm-hmm. When clearly he could have gone to a church, he could have gone to a school. Thank God he didn't do this. I'm not suggesting anybody do that. Could have gone to Walmart, could have gone to a movie theater. He goes to a synagogue on the Sabbath where people are actually celebrating service. And the AP goes out of its way to post something it didn't need to post. If you don't post this, it doesn't change the story. The man was demanding the release of somebody, a bad person, the a- and he's holding people hostage in a synagogue where Jewish people are, and he's a Muslim. And they, for some reason, thought it was important to tweet, breaking the FBI says the Texas synagogue hostage taker's demands were specifically focused on issue not connected to the Jewish community. The FBI announcement after hostages had endured a 10-hour nightmare ending in law enforcement shooting and killing the hostage taker who took members of the Congregation Beth Israel Synagogue hostage Saturday. The Associated Press reported the FBI special agent in charge, Matt DeCerno, said he said the hostage taker was specifically focused on an issue not directly connected to the Jewish community and there was no immediate indication that the man had um, uh, that the man was any part of any broader plan. But DeSerno says the agency's investigation will have global reach. What does that even mean? What does that line from the AP mean? I don't know what that means. They kept on trying to pretend this wasn't a, a, a Muslim wannabe terrorist targeting Jews. I mean, we, are we pretending that the issue in the Middle East isn't really going on? Are we pretending that there isn't a Muslim versus Jews situation there, or Jews versus Muslim, whatever your, your, your take is? That there isn't a situation there where the leader of Iran says the, that Jewish blood should, should flow in the streets? We're going we're gonna to wipe Israel off the map. Do we pretend like that's not really going on? Here's some foreigner. Don't know why he was able to come here. Allegedly, he was on the radar of the British intelligence agencies. Suddenly, he's here. Are we really in a position now to say that there was no anti-Semitism involved? Then why go there? Come on, man. It's ridiculous. Reporter Joel Petlin is one of the many that pointed out the abysmal rhetoric. Quote, a Muslim terrorist travels to a synagogue on the Sabbath and takes a rabbi and three other Jews hostage while demanding the release of a convicted anti-Semitic terrorist. Sorry, AP, but I'm pretty sure that's directly connected to the Jewish community. The Fort Worth Star-Telegram reported an angry man could be heard ranting and talking about religion at times during the live stream. The guy live streamed it, which didn't show what was happening inside the synagogue. Blaze Media reports that individuals abruptly fact-checked, abruptly, he said, fact-checked the AP's tweet. In fact, despite attempts to downplay the religious aspect of the incident, the hostage-taker chose a synagogue on Sabbath where Jews were gathered, and he allegedly demanded the release of a convicted terrorist known to be an adamant anti-Semite. AP reported that multiple people heard the hostage-taker refer to Siddiqui as his sister on the live stream, but Faison Syed, the executive director of the Council of American um, American Islamic Relations, or CARE, in Dallas-Fort Worth, told the Associated Press that Siddiqui's brother, Muhammad Siddiqui, was not involved. So yes, this appeared to very much have ties to the Jewish community, as well as global reach. Thankfully, all hostages are safe. Why go out of your way to do that? Because CARE got a hold of the AP. CARE is an organization that only is out to try to make Muslims look good. That's it. In some circles, it's referred to as an organization with terrorist ties. For some reason, CARE has all this leverage and weight when it comes to so-called news organizations in this country and also so-called politicians. 
Care should have no say-so. Care doesn't know anything about what was going on as it was going on. Care is only out to give the to shine the brightest, most positive light on Islam it possibly can. That's the only reason it exists. This guy was a bad guy. I'm glad he's dead. He took hostage and he and he took victim people who were just celebrating their God, their religion, and their lives. And we have American so-called American organizations of news out there pushing a narrative that it had nothing to do with it. The guy on his live stream was was making proclamations about religion. Yeah, we're supposed to be, there's no tie, no connection to Jews. That's just stupid. Stupid! It's decidedly stupid. It's inaccurate. And, and it it should, For I don't care which side of the aisle you're on. Plenty of Jews are, are not in agreement with me on politics. But I see them as my brothers and sisters. No matter what your politics are, you have to make the decision that when you know a news organization will lie about something like this, sugarcoat something like this, kiss the ass of care like they did, then you can't ever trust them ever. Why, Carrie, if you gave false information, why should I trust you as my news anchor? I shouldn't. You shouldn't. Absolutely not. Because news is not, is not variable. It is what it is. You report it. Took, took four hostages at a synagogue. He's identified as a radical Muslim who wants this radical Muslim out of prison. She's an anti-Semite. Now the reader, the viewer, the listener can make the connection. Oh, that's why it's a synagogue and not some other place. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Go there for Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, email, Getter. Um, the, the links to all the social media are there. Sign up for the new newsletter as well. I want to hear from you on this, and the question is very simple. Do you trust news organizations at all anymore? Knowing that they they will, on a just on a whim, just on a spur of the moment, on a dime, will lie about what's unfolding to try to make somebody else look good. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Keep it here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Hey, thanks a lot for taking the time. It's the Joe Pags Show. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Just, just breaking it down for you. Who do you trust for news? What do, you, what do you do when somebody is just this much of a bold liar? The AP lying, the FBI lying. I mean, they downplayed this big time. And I don't see any reason for it. Look, I'm not for accusing Muslims or anybody else of something they're not doing. But you got a Muslim guy trying to get a radical Muslim anti-Semite out of prison by taking hostages at a synagogue. Why would you go out of your way to say it has nothing to do with Jews? That's just, that's just stupid. We go to the phone line and see what you think about all this. It's going to be line two and Jane in Nebraska. Hi, Jane. What's going on? Well, I just wanted to say thank you for doing a good job as always, and your analysis is spot on. Thank you. Um, the FBI to say something like that is so ridiculous. They must think that we all must have the 
IQ of a box of rocks, and that's not the case. Americans are much smarter than that. Yes. But I believe it's part of their long game, and that involves destroying. We as Americans had faith in the FBI. We had faith in the CIA. All of our governmental agencies are being absolutely demeaned and belittled and made to look like complete doofuses just so that we don't have any faith in our government anymore and it'll be that much easier for the Great Reset and so the world government can take over and the United States will no longer exist the way we know it and love it. Well, Jenna, well, Jenna, I, I hear you. I appreciate the nice compliment. I think you could be right. I mean, I, I think that the Democrats, the left, the progressives, the Soros-type mm-hmm. people are always looking for globalization. They're always looking to, to exactly. for us to lose our our, our exceptionalism. And, and I think that you, you might have nailed it, Jane. Thank you. Um, you you, you might have nailed it. You make them look like a bunch of doofuses, then say, "Well, we can't trust them," and forget it. You know, we used to trust the media too. And by the way, there is no doubt in my mind. It is my opinion that the AP or other news organizations are working hand-in-hand with these governmental organizations because why are they both saying the same thing? And then, by the way, when it was so obvious that it was um, the fact that this guy was targeting Jews, Biden comes out and gives a complete contrary answer than the FBI did and the AP did. And what Biden said, love him or hate him, was right. Then, of course, he shifted very quickly to guns and gun control and so on, but he said it was terrorism and that Jews, you know, being targeted for their religion. So he's saying one thing, FBI say, saying something different along with the AP, and now you're wondering, well, okay, who, who's running the show here? What the heck is going on? Let me go back at it. Let me say hello to uh, Leon in Oklahoma. Leon, what's going on? Hi. Hey, what's going on, man? I, I love your show. Thank you. I just now started getting it, man. Uh, it's good stuff. Thank uh, you. You know, uh, I'll tell you what, if that had been a white guy... <laughs> That would have been plastered all over there. I mean, really quick, they would have called us uh, and called it out and called us terrorists and and all this good stuff. And uh, just like what Jane was saying, I mean, I, I have no no more confidence in the FBI, CIA, or our government at all. I mean, it, it just it just went kaput. Uh, you know, I've worked my buns off my, my entire life, raised two kids, and I'm 52 years old, and I've never, ever in my life seen it this bad. You know, you know there's a lot of shady deals going on all the time in government, but uh, this is beyond, you know, it's beyond sick. It really is. Well, you and I couldn't agree more. And Leon, I got to tell you something. They would have, not only would they have plastered it everywhere, they would have called it a a definite case of white supremacy, which is a mechanism that's still in place in America. Everything's white supremacy. They can't wait to call it white supremacy. As they suppress a story like this, change what's really going on, they will constantly... Push why? Listen, if they're saying that that voting rights laws and and voting integrity laws are white supremacy, colleges are white supremacy, grades in high school are white supremacy, they would definitely call something like this white supremacy if they could. You'll notice we didn't find out much about the guy at all until after it was very late into it. At the end of the day, just report the news. Stop telling me what you think I should hear. Stop telling me what you think I should deduce. From what you're saying, just tell me the news. I- I'm adult enough to understand and be logical and rational and reasonable. It- it's not that hard. Let me go back out and say hello to uh, Joel, line three. Joel, what's happening? Hi. How are you this evening? Living the dream, my friend. Talk to me. 
Good. Um, your analysis on protecting the uh, Muslim community was interesting. I, when I heard the story, I was just thinking this was the mainstream media once again trying to say that in the uh, Biden area there is no more racism, anti-Semitism, or social inequality, and wanted to make it looked like they were solving America's problems. So that was my view. No, I, I don't disagree oh, with you. I, 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 well, I think that you and I, or, thanks, Joel, I think you and I actually agree. I think you and I agree. Whenever they can make what is assumed to be intersectional or liberal or Democrat or progressive, whenever they can make that look better or look good or look like they're the victims and the poor downtrodden, they'll do that. When they can't do that, there was no angle of this story that they could have made the bad guy look better. Then they eventually have to admit what's going on. But I think you're right. I think they want to say there are fewer, you know, murders, shootings, killings, crime under Biden, even though we know that it's skyrocketing. We want to say there's no anti-Semitism under Biden, even though that we know that it's not only still there, but we had a stark case of it that they try to lie about. So I'm not disagreeing with you. I think the media is in the business of making Trump look as bad as he can and his followers look as bad as they can. Thus, you don't say there were 50,000 in Arizona the other day. Thus, you don't report that there were you know, cars 25 miles back. Thus, they say there's you know, 50 or 70,000 people who were at the rally on January 6th when it was more like two, three, four, five hundred thousand. 500,000. And they'll do anything they can to make Biden look better. Crowds are bigger than they are. They'll take a soundbite that he said where he screwed up completely, couldn't read the teleprompter, lost his place, choked on his tongue, said, I'll get in trouble, uh, walked away. They'll cut that out and only give you one sentence that sounded kind of okay. So I don't disagree with you. I think that they are in the business of trying to make him look better. And they are in the business of trying to make Trump and his followers look, look worse. And you can't make Biden look better if you admit there is radical Islamic terrorism happening at a Texas synagogue. So they did all they could to suppress it, but eventually they have to tell the truth because it's out there now. The guy's dead, and we know through his live stream what he was saying. And the poor people who were being held hostage heard what he was saying as well. You can only lie for so long until it finally has to come out. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. We come back. Roxanne Mathai, a former lieutenant sheriff at uh, the Bear County Sheriff's Office here in San Antonio, Texas, was fired because she was at the January 6th protest. And what she says happened, from her perspective... Didn't did not mean that she should have been fired. I'm on her side on this. You'll hear this interview when we come back. This is the Joe Pag Show. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. We told her story quite some time ago. A former lieutenant sheriff's uh, deputy over at the Bear County Sheriff's Office here in San Antonio, Texas. It's uh, Roxanne Mathai. Roxanne, how are you? Good to see you again. I'm doing great. Thank you, Joe. Glad to see you too. Yeah, uh, you know, the last we, we spoke, and a lot of people have said a lot of things about you. And I, I like taking it straight from the person. I don't listen to any of the garbage that surrounds you. Um, you actually cleared up some of the lies that were out there about you, some of the gossip that was out there about you. For those who are watching nationally who don't know the story specifically in San Antonio, um, you went to the Capitol or to Washington, D.C. on January 6th of 2021. You went there for the rally along with probably two, three, four, five hundred thousand people. We have no idea how many people showed up, but there were a lot of people there. And you were, you were putting on Facebook. Was it Facebook that you were posting things on? Yes. 
So you're posting on Facebook, here we are, you know, go Trump, yay America, um, God bless us, blah, blah, whatever. Um, you did not go into the Capitol, right? Correct. And you did not, you did not break any laws, correct? Correct. Have you been charged with any breaking of any laws, either in Washington, D.C. or here in San Antonio regarding January 6th of 2021? I have not. So you get back and somebody saw, a lot of people, I guess, saw your Facebook posts and either reported you to the sheriff or something happened. They got wind of it somehow and you got called on the carpet. Were you immediately suspended? Were you called in to explain yourself? What exactly happened when they first found out that you were there? Uh, when I first found out was because he had, uh, Sheriff Salazar had held a press conference on January 7th stating that I was there and that he would see to it that I'd never step foot back in that building again. So, so, so I, want to, I want to stop you there. Did he at least show you the respect of talking to you first? Absolutely not. So you never talked to him about this at all. He got wind, he saw pictures and he said, you will never work for the sheriff's office again without you as much as a hello in the hallway. Correct. All right, go ahead. So, so, so he's doing a news conference about you without talking to you, one of his lieutenants. What happens then? Um, I return the 8th of January, and I get a phone call from one of the um, IA investigators, one of the sergeants there, which she demanded that I go with my attorney and pick up some administrative leave paperwork, and that if I didn't, then... You know, she she definitely threatened that I needed to go and pick up that paperwork right then and there. So as soon as I got off the airplane, me and my attorney had to go and pick up that paperwork stating that I was under investigation for the Capitol incident. But what I mean, the Capitol incident re, it, that had to do with people rioting and breaking things and breaching the Capitol, something you did not do. What was your sin that you were like, yay, America? I mean, what, what did you do wrong, according to them? According to them, um, I didn't report crimes. However, um, in our policy, Chapter 5 in our policy does state that within the confines of Bear County, if I was to know of crimes, um, I would report them. I never saw any crimes, not to mention I wasn't in Bear County. But even so, even in, in you know D.C., I saw no crimes being committed, absolutely none. I was way out in the lawn. There was no way I could see anything that had happened. There was no way I could see windows or doors or anything. The most that I could see was people climbing the wall, which that's not against the law. So I didn't have any crimes to report. And, um, you know, our policy also states that I have knowledge of or indirect knowledge of. Well, I didn't have knowledge of any of these incidents until probably nine or 10 o'clock that night in which on my Facebook post, I condemned those actions by those people. But more importantly, I didn't see them. And had I responded to him and did report these crimes, nothing would have been different. He still would have put me on leave. He still would have fired me. He still would have done his you know, news conference all for political theatrics. He would have still gone along with the same route that he went on, even if I had called him that night to say that you know I was there. Let's not forget that I did receive permission from one of the chiefs to go there. And, and I don't think that you needed permission to go to the, to the U.S. Capitol. I mean, you're an American. You should be able to go there if you have a day off anyway. Um, it's Roxanne Mathias, former lieutenant uh, of the uh, the Bear County Sheriff's Office here in, in San Antonio, Texas, who has been, I believe, persecuted un, uh, unduly, um, incorrectly. You, you're on vacation. The fact that you're supposed to report crime while you're on vacation is something that sounds dumb. How are you on vacation then? I don't I don't believe anybody when they say that you saw this going on and you were cheering them on or something, that I don't buy at all because as a law enforcement officer, and I've got law enforcement officers in my family, I know how you guys think. I mean, you are looking to keep people safe. And if you saw people in imminent danger, I think you would have done something to stop it. It, it appeared from the pictures I saw 
that you posted from that day that you were there truly celebrating America, celebrating freedom and liberty and flying a flag and supporting a candidate or a president and just taking part in something. And again, had you taken even one step into what they were doing in the breach of the riot, you would have been arrested and you'd still be in jail right now. So we know you didn't do that. So what's the when when Salazar says that's it, you're done, before we even know arbitration's gonna happen. What is your reaction? Do you immediately call yourself? Did you know him? Does the sheriff know his lieutenants? Have you ever spoken with the guy? Oh, yeah. He definitely knows who I am. In fact, I was probably one of his favorite lieutenants. He used to speak very, very highly of me. Him and all the chiefs wanted me to be their you know, go-to for anything that needed to get done. If there was something that needed to get done in that jail that nobody else wanted to take care of or you know, just couldn't do, they knew that I would handle it. You know, he he's actually followed me around in the jail before and has seen how I worked. He knows that, I, you know, I mean business in that jail and I run that jail very well. And those inmates respect me. And so do those officers. So I was I was a no nonsense lieutenant there. I wasn't just some officer that's running around D.C. trying to cause havoc. Right. You know, I'm somebody that was there that was highly respected and highly looked at, including by him and his chiefs. And because I went against his narrative, um, you know, let's not forget he did campaign for Biden. And so because I went against that narrative, I guess he no longer wanted me there. But he can't get rid of you because of your political persuasion. You know that. It's Roxanne Mathai. She is a former lieutenant at the Bear County Sheriff's Office here in San Antonio, Texas. Um, So arbitration happens because were you put on paid leave or unpaid leave? Well, our paid leave is only for 10 days. After 10 days, it comes out of our, you know, our own funds. And, you know, of course, arbitration is a very lengthy process. It it took months and months and months just to get that done. Um, Of course, we already know how the game is played, especially in politics. You know, um, any sort of arbitrator can be, you know, compromised, if you will. And we truly believe that that was the case. So this was definitely the expected conclusion yeah, but Roxanne, what was what was the arbitration over you wanted your job back or did you want to get paid um were, were you still wanting to go back and work as a lieutenant at, at the sheriff's office or not um yes i wanted to go back just to prove a point yeah. just to prove a point that i did nothing wrong and that i you know do take my job seriously um but you know the whole arbitration was for my job back as well as back pay while i was gone um and you again, lost it you lost on every count um, well, he basically said um, the arbitrator usually, according to my um, union attorney, the arbitrators usually write very, very lengthy um, conclusions to the arbitration. Yeah. And his statement was literally a few sentences. So, you know, we believe that his mind was already made up before arbitration ever began. It was clear that he was compromised. It was clear that he was biased and he had his own opinions. And it was clear that I went against his narrative as well. So when you go from a few pages of a you know conclusion statement to a couple of sentences, I think it's clear as day that he already had his mind made up. But we expected this. Did they say it was for cause that that the sheriff had cause to fire you? If so, what was the cause? Um, he he also stated for reporting crimes, and he also added his own opinion into that. And his opinion was that by me saying that I was unaware of the crimes being committed until later that evening, that that was me being naive. 
How are you being naive when, again, there were two, three, four hundred thousand people there, and if you weren't watching the actual breach or the breaking of things, because keep in mind, a lot of people were welcomed in. They moved the barriers, the, the, the D.C., the Capitol Police said, go on in, we disagree with you, but go on in. The actual you know, burning of this or throwing things through windows and things like that that were going on, that happened in very, you know, very small areas after the initial you know, people showing up at the Capitol. So how would you possibly have known? I mean, is there allegation that all... Let's say there were half a million people there. Roxanne, are they saying that all half a million people should have seen what was going on? They couldn't. They couldn't possibly see through the humanity to see what was going on at the specific building. You're absolutely correct. However, this is clearly what they are implying. They're implying that I had to have some sort of knowledge that something was going on. And by me not having knowledge until later in the evening, that I was just being naive. And again, that's an arbitrator that's supposed to be professional throwing his opinion into something which, again, clearly shows that he was compromised as well. So I never had a fair shot from the beginning. So what happens now? Can you still go back and try to get your back pay? Can you try to uh, sue them civilly um, for, for undue um, um, firing? I mean, what, there's got to be another step. I can't believe they could just wash their hands of this and say, okay, we did arbitration. Have a nice day. We'll, we'll talk to you later. Well, you know, when you're Sheriff Salazar, that is all that that can be done because, you know, he's in charge of everything in his own little world. But, you know, I... You know, I'm going to show him otherwise. Yes, I am going to be going after him civilly. And um, I really don't want to speak too much on what exactly I'm going to be going for. But that is in the works. This entire time, and it's Roxanne Mathai. She's a former lieutenant uh, sheriff over at the Bear County Sheriff's Office in San Antonio, Texas. By the way, nationally, it's B-E-X-A-R. Don't say Bexar. It's Bear. That's how we it's pronounce bear. it here. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and just trying to get a, a sort of a conclusion or a semi-conclusion to this story did you ever have any doubt that you were going to win? I mean, when I spoke with you, I took you at your word. I did some research, and it turns out this alleged uh, you know, relationship you had with somebody in jail was not what the media was pretending it was. Um, it, it turns out that you had a, an impeccable record. You had just got promoted to lieutenant. There was really no reason for this, uh, and, and I believed what you had to say. So going into it, I was like, oh, she's going to win easily. Uh, did you have any doubt whatsoever? Were you stunned when you saw the result? Or did you know no, during it, the process you, you no, felt it, like no. it wasn't going your way? No, I, I actually expected this. I'll really? be real honest. Me and my union attorney, we both expected this. Um, we never had a thought in our mind that I would win my job back. Um, it was clearly just part of the process. I can't start any sort of lawsuits until I go through the arbitration process. So I only did the arbitration because, you know, I had to. I have to exhaust all other means and ways. Now, did the union back you on all of this? Because uh, there, there are specific police unions, right? Oh, yeah. Um, and I had a fantastic union attorney. He did he did the best that he could under all the circumstances. But like I said, when people are compromised and you're going against certain narratives, you know, you're just you're just not going to win against them because they don't want to see it any other way. They want to see me as, you know, somebody who was part of an insurrection, part of a riot, even though I had no knowledge of it. And, you know, in in some sort of attorney lingo, you can say the burden of proof is on them. But you know what? I'm going to say that the burden of proof is on them. How how can they prove that I did have knowledge of this? I had no they knowledge can't. that any of these things were going on. But, you know, again, when you're in Sheriff Salazar's world, he's in charge of everything in his opinion and and what he says goes. And that's just not going to be the case for much longer. All right, uh, uh, Roxanne, I appreciate you. One last question. It's Roxanne Mathai. She's been, I believe, unduly fired um, from the Bear County Sheriff's Office, but there may be some more legal recourse down the road. Um, this guy has to run for sheriff again. I don't think he's done a great job, and I'd like to see somebody else win. Are you, are you considering maybe running against? I think that would be interesting, wouldn't it? 
I think that would be very interesting, Joe. <laughs> Is that all you have to say about it? That's all I have to say about <laughs> for now. <laughs> all right, Roxanne. Well, let's stay in contact. I appreciate you coming back on, giving us an update to this story. It's a very, very interesting story. Sad story for you. I think you're unduly fired. Again, I've seen all the pictures. If they didn't charge you with anything in Washington, D.C., there is no responsibility for somebody from Bear County, Texas, to take action, especially if you don't see anything that's going on that is somehow criminal or illegal. I don't understand how this came out this way, and, and I hope for nothing but the best for you. Do me a favor. Let's stay in contact, all right? Of course. Thank you. Appreciate you. All right, we're back after this. Stay right here. You're listening to Joe Pags. to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It is the Joe Pag Show. Lots going on. Lots to get to. People ask you if there's a crowdfunding for Roxanne Mathai. There is. It's on something called Give, Send, Go. GiveSendGo.com slash G2135. GiveSendGo.com slash G2135. I know you're probably driving down the road. You're like, how am I supposed to get that? Well, I put it in the chat room as well, and uh, I'll try to get it up on social media if I if I make a note of it. But uh, yeah, I mean, she's still going after him, and I hope that she gets some satisfaction because I just don't understand why she lost her job for happening to for for making the choice to and happening to go to Washington D.C. on the day where a lot of people were in Washington D.C. Hundreds of thousands were there. Didn't get fired, didn't get in trouble, didn't get arrested. And from what I can tell, she did nothing wrong. I just don't think the sheriff liked the fact that she supported Trump when he is a, a Biden guy. That's what it looks like to me. But what do I know? 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Make sure you stop by there and also click on Watch Now. You can watch it. You can listen live as well. Sign up for the newsletter. I'm getting more emails from people saying, hey, um, I used to get a newsletter telling me when you were on, and I'm not getting that anymore. Right. We shut down the old newsletter. We're starting the new newsletter, which will have the news stories that we're covering. Also, it's going to have um, information for you as far as uh, how to get a hold of us via social media, how to go and check out the videos, how to watch the show live. We're, it's still, we're still ramping it up. So just stick with us there. It's going to be okay. I promise we want you to come and watch. We want you to go and listen. We want you to do all that. But as we rework the website, I mean, it's really working out well. I think you'll like it. A lot of people are very complimentary about how, how well the site works now. We'll get that newsletter out to you as soon as we can. Let me tell you about uh, Omaha Steaks. Holiday fatigue is real, man. It, it is rough. You eat so much. You have all this fattening stuff. Isn't it time to get back to some really just some great fresh food? Some stuff that's just delicious, like from Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks have been doing it right for a very long time. How long? Over 100 years now. Owned and operated by the same family. You go to their website right now, omahasteaks.com. You put in keyword PAGS in the search bar right at the top of the webpage, get their four lean pork chops, their four extra juicy chicken breasts free when you order the Heartland Favorites Pack. It's every, Listen, every order backed with their 100% satisfaction guarantee delivered safely to your doorstep. Start the new year right, warm up uh, the, your winter time with 50% off of lean tender steaks and hearty home-cooked favorites from Omaha Steaks. Plus, don't forget the four-pack of pork chops, the chicken breasts as well. With They're free with your order when you use code PAGS in the search bar, P-A-G-S. If you're a brand-new customer ordering for the first time, enter PAGS at checkout and get $30 off select packages as well. 
omahasteaks.com, keyword PAGS. Make that happen and make it happen now. Carrie, uh, the story, we keep hearing about gas prices, how high they're going, mm-hmm. and the media, generally speaking, stays away from them. But Reuters actually put out a story that I think you have. I do. Uh, from oil prices on Tuesday, climbed to their highest since 2014 as investors worried about global political tensions involving major producers such as the United Arab Emirates and Russia that could exacerbate the already tight supply outlook. Uh, the risk added a premium to prices during the session. Brent crude futures rose $1.03 or 1.2% to settle at $87.51 a barrel. U.S. West Texas intermediate crude futures ended $1.61 or 1.9% higher at $85.00. 43 cents a barrel. Both benchmarks touched their highest since October 2014, and some OPEC sources say $100 per barrel oil is not out of reach. The supply concerns mounted this week after Yemen's Houthi group attacked the United Arab Emirates, escalating hostilities between the Iran-aligned group and a Saudi Arabian-led coalition. After launching drone and missile strikes, set off explosions in fuel trucks and killed three people, the Houthi movement warned it could target more facilities, while the UAE said it reserved the right to respond to these terrorist attacks. The strike on a leading Gulf Arab ally of the United States takes the war between the Houthi group and a Saudi-led coalition to a new level and may hinder efforts to contain regional tensions as Washington and Tehran work to rescue a nuclear deal. None of which would be happening if we were still oil independent, still a net exporter. We still were doing research and development, opening up Anwar, doing the, the Keystone XL pipeline. Joe Biden is responsible for this and the horrible policies of his administration. Period. End of story. Trump fixed it. Biden broke it. That's the real deal. That's why you can't afford, like you used to, to fill up that tank the same way. Keep it here. Coming back. This is the Joe Pag Show.